Welcome to Children of Zion Chats. My name is April and I'm your host. Today we have a very special guest and she is a dear, dear friend of mine. Welcome to the show, Holly. How's it going? Hey, girl. Good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> we, uh, we started out having a few recording issues, so hopefully... Uh, we'll get through this one without without any sound problems. But um, yeah. Holly is a dear, dear friend of mine, and she's got a beautiful family, and um, she is like um, a mom rapper. She her language is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <It's> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that um, she cracks me up the way she says things and, and just her, how she talks. So, but it, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> but um, I so love and honor you and so thankful to have you as our guest today. And we just wanted to talk about um, family and the importance of raising godly children. And um, yeah. so we felt led to um, just kind of uh, chat about this topic, especially with everything that's going on right now um in the news and all of that just feel um an absence of that family dynamic that uh, that godly dynamic so i was going to ask you holly how many kids do you have and what are their ages yeah so i have um four girls um the oldest is she just turned 10 and then i have twin girls that are eight and uh, an almost three-year-old in October. <laughs> so you're a very busy mama. Yes, girl. It's a trip. <laughs> it's a trip up in this house all the time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What was it like yes. having twins? I, you know, I've heard that when one baby's, you know, fed and the other one's hungry, so you don't hardly sleep at all. Yeah, it was, um, girl, it was straight survival mode. Like when I had them, I remember, <laughs> I'm just being real, I have my almost three-year-old yelling at me right now about her lunch. I'm sorry. But yeah, yes. Oh, it's real it, life. Um, <laughs> it's so real life. It, so yeah, it was, I mean, honestly, it, it was, it was survival mode. I had a two-year-old and when I had them, um, so three in diapers for a year and it was like, yeah, always feeding or always getting for the two-year-old or this and that. But, girl, we made it. Jesus was the only reason we even made it, I'm going to tell you that much. It's so good. <laughs> and, yeah, you're like super mom. I feel like you're, you're, you're so sweet. You're, <laughs> you're super mom. You're um, sweet. I was wanting to ask you, do you have a favorite scripture relating to family or raising godly children? Yeah, so actually, I just got so excited to get, um, back in December, I got the little thing tattooed on my arm, like arrows, and I love, I based it on this scripture, I'm going to grab it real quick, it's, it's Psalm 127, 3 through 5, um, and it says, children are a gift from the Lord, they are a reward from Him, children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. I love that. 
I, it just gets me so excited that the Lord just has such a purpose um, in each child, you know, and within the family unit. And I just think it's so it's exciting. And they're so for purpose, on purpose. Um, so, yeah, that's what, that's it. That's our scripture. <laughs> that is so beautiful. And, um, you know, while you were mentioning that, also it reminded me of the next thing that I was um thinking of asking and that is has God given you a specific word for each child um or a certain you know, prayer or for each child yeah so like I guess just different seasons there's different prayers for each one um just as far as needs and stuff like that but just as a whole I've always just said Lord like please just teach them to Repent quickly, apologize as often as necessary, and just love relentlessly. Um, I always just want to, uh, I want to teach them to always just come to, to be in a posture of coming to him just as little children always, no matter how big they get, <laughs> no matter how uh, how much they think they know, Lord help me in those stages. I just want to really keep them in a, in a childlike posture. Um, to where they know, like, that's really my prayer is, Lord, help me to keep them in a childlike posture um, and just so that they can, you know, when they go through things, that they could still experience you as a father and, and sit in your lap versus experiencing you the, in a way that a lot of us, I feel like, just because of life experiences and everything, we sometimes can't see him through that lens. And so that's my prayer is just, Lord, keep them in that pure posture of, of children, like, forever <laughs> you know it gives me chills you talking about that and mentioning that because you know it says to come to him like a child and like you yes. said how um your experiences and things can kind of try and take that away and kind of desensitize give you a different view of the father and how you come yes. to him for everything and I just love that um you, you said that that you know, to stay childlike, even as you're growing, yes. that mindset of, of being a child. Yes. Yes, so it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel that as well. And um, so that prayer, um, you you pray that I guess over all your children. Do you do you declare that every day, or is it just as it comes to you, you you pray that over them or? Yeah, that's more of something that it's it's not an every single day. I mean, but it is like that's one of our I guess you would call it anthems. Like our prayers in this house is just keep them childlike, Jesus. <laughs> keep them childlike. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like as mamas, like the Lord will place um, certain things on your heart to pray over your children. And so, like for for yes. my two kids, my two sons, I have been praying since they were babies. God, I pray they would hear your voice at an early age, yes. they would know you at an early age, and they would never depart from you, ever. Oh, so and, good. Yeah, mm. that's just been my prayer for for both boys, that um, yes. that to be so needy uh, to the Lord and to lean upon Him for everything. And it goes right along with what you're saying, like just continuing to be childlike. Yes, it's so good. And especially in a time like, we didn't grow up in this generation. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they're coming into a time where like they're, they've got to the needy of him. So I think that's huge 
um, for you with those boys. That's special. That's so special. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I agree too. Because you know, and my sister, she's a a teacher, and I think Mm -hmm. as we get older, we have a tendency to like look at things now look at the world now as how you know when we grew grew up um like in school right. and things like that and it is so not the same if if there's anything that's constant um the only thing that's constant is god and everything else is always changing um including yes. us and you know things in the world and stuff like that so um for sure yeah she's reminded me that you know Hey, the times aren't like when we were in school. Even that there's a this is a whole different ball game of the world we're in now compared yes. to when we were growing up. And so, like you said, I think um, that's so good. You you said that um, the importance, um, especially now, for our children yeah. to really really lean upon Him. Yes, yeah, so now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was also want to ask, do you have any advice? For, and this is a, and a little bit different um, subject, um, kind of. Yeah. Do you have any advice for cultivating worship and, I guess, cultivating leaning upon Jesus uh, with your kids? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, so for me, I guess probably the last, I don't know, maybe five, six months, it's been really, like, heavy on me to just start being intentional with the Lord. Now I miss it some days, but as far as like setting aside time for him first, like first fruit, first thing in the morning, um, getting with him has, has definitely changed the game and helped me to, to set that up for them, obviously, because if, you know, if I'll drive, I don't have my time with him first. And so just being intentional with him has helped me to get more intentional with them. Um, and I will, honestly, girl, it's been one of those things where if I just get in our bonus room and I'll turn like our, I have a sweet friend who's encouraged me with some Eric Gilmore, just presence music, or we'll just mm-hmm. go in and just sit in the presence of the Lord. And girl, I'm going to just tell you, it is not perfect. I mean, we go in there, I have the two-year-old rolling all over the floor. <laughs> girl, That's I'm like, awesome. she just. Yes, she's praising in the spirit. Go ahead, girl, do your role. <laughs> I got her. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes, it's so funny. I trip out. I'm like, because, you know, I feel like we get, again, we get in such a, a serious appearance. Like, you have to do this. But I feel like what cultivates that is when we just go and just love on the Father, they're going to follow. They're going to fall suit. You know what I mean? Like, we when we're doing it as parents, they're just going to follow. So even if it looks like on some days, one rolling on the floor and one in the corner doing her cartwheels, she's still in the presence of Jesus. It's still childlike to me that, man, I need to go do cartwheels in the presence. Like, seriously? Yes, come on. Home. You know? <laughs> I love that. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, Lord. So, and it took a little while for me to get there because I had an idea in my head of like, all right, when I started this, I'm very new at this, at cultivating this. This is not something that, like, I've mastered by any means. I'm very new to it. We're still learning. Um, but, you know, as far as just, like, being consistent with it, I know that that's helped for sure. Like, just being super consistent and even if it's 10 minutes sitting in there um, with our with our presence music just going and encouraging them. I mean, they see me, you know, they see my posture. They'll see me sometimes on my face. 
they'll see me sometimes over in the corner standing. And and I think we miss that as parents. We got to know that like they see us. You know, they see they're watching us. Whether you know, even in their cartwheels, they're watching. And so, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if that's a perfect answer. But girl, that's how. That's it. That's how oh we're doing goodness. it. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> no, I I love it so much. That's so beautiful. And I love that you said, you know, leading by example and that it it might look different than what we had in our mindset or what we thought it should look like. And but it doesn't matter because the Lord sees our heart and um, those kids are going after him. Like you said, whether they're uh, doing cartwheels or dancing or, you know, whether it might seem chaotic to us. um, Yeah, I don't. I think the Lord, you know, sees the purity in their heart and that they're just going after it. Um, have you ever yes. tried to sit in silence with them, like try to wait upon the Lord in silence and quiet? Have you ever tried that? You know, I have. Um, <laughs> I think if I maybe tried to move, if I tried to move that two-year-old, we might have a standing chance. <laughs> girl she's off the chain right now so I'm like man I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> how about you have you have do the boys because your boys are seven and nine right yeah they're they're seven and nine and that's why I asked that question because we had some epic what seemed like epic fails <laughs> talking about try more of being the example and then talk about afterwards what's going on and so I'll um, you know lay out on the couch and soaking music and they might be playing video games or something like that yeah when I get up they're like oh did you have a good nap or and then I'll try to explain um mama was trying to hear from the Lord she was you know um in worship and really trying to lean into what um he was saying and so, um, yes. like you said, I feel like even just being that example in front of them, um, a lot of times speaks way louder than words. And they hopefully get yes. building them to grow up in that, to hear his voice. Absolutely. It makes me think of like, you know, when you'll hear somebody say, well, I had a grandmother that I would go see at three in the morning on her knees just praying. You know what I mean? Like. It just makes me think of how people be like, oh, yeah, I have this memory where I walked in a room and I had this grandma that was just constantly or this mom or this dad that was just constantly praying through the house. And, you know, your boys will, will grow up and be like, man, you know, I remember we used to sit in there and play video games and mama was just laid out on the couch hearing from Jesus. I mean, that's huge. That that's is huge. So, so encouraging <laughs> to, you know, I think sometimes we yeah. feel like we just completely fail at motherhood and fail at, yes. um, you know, being Christ-like to them, because I, I don't know if you feel this way, but man, sometimes I feel like, man, I really blew it today. <laughs> you know I mean? Girl, you ain't lying. <laughs> I either lost my temper or wasn't paying yep. attention or felt stressed or, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I really missed it because I was a bad example today. And 
um, this is coming to my mind where there was one day I was really, really stressed out about something. And my youngest uh-huh. son, um, he wasn't even in school yet, so I think he was like four years old. And my oldest uh-huh. was in school, and we were sitting eating lunch, and um, he just looks over to me and he goes, Mama, don't worry. And I was like, Oh my, I just started crying. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. Because I knew that was the Lord speaking through my son that, you know, yeah. I didn't say one word, and the Lord just completely used my four year old to minister. Yes. To Wow, that's so good. Yeah, it's just so amazing how the Lord uses children. um, It really is. Adults. Yes. I was wondering, do you have any other advice for uh, for parents, for whether it be uh, single mamas or those who are married? to just go after it with your kids of just, um, you know, seeking the Lord and worshiping him. And do you have any other advice to kind of either help them get started or, or, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I think everybody should know that like, it's not perfect. And obviously you don't have to be fixed up to go after it. I mean, I started going after the Lord when I, you know, was fixing to start going through a divorce. And so that's kind of how, as a single mama, like going into that before I got divorced and going into being a single mama, like that was when I made up my mind, my girls and I are going to serve the Lord kind of thing, um, and we're just going to go after it. And it, it wasn't perfect. Honestly, going after it looks different in different seasons. Um, but as a single mom, our going after it was them watching me on my knees in tears, probably majority, you know, of the first year, um, if we're being real. But I think your kids can so appreciate that when you know, you're just, they just see mama hurt, but they see mama relying on the Lord, on Jesus. Um, because then after that, they they see the healing, they see the restoration, they walk through this with you. They see, you know, they they watch how the Lord brought us, Mr. Brian, our new, our new stepdad and our new baby. And they just, they get to walk that out with you. And I think when we invite our children um, into our brokenness, when they can, we can be raw and real with them. I think that really speaks louder than trying to go and like push them into just worshiping all of a sudden. Do you know what I mean? Um, yes. Yeah. Instead of trying to manufacture something, it's authentic, right? Real, and they yes. see. And you know, when you were speaking of divorce, they they walk through that with you because I, you know, I'm divorced as well. I've been divorced right five years now, and um. Yeah. I think so relate to what you're talking about, about them seeing the brokenness and the start of this um, separation and what that yeah. does. It's, and it's like a, it's like a, a death, but there's no fine finality to it, you know? Um, right. It's just your right. thing that happens. And then you're just clinging to God as your anchor with everything yes. you have. And, um, yeah, that's just funny you should mention that because that, it, that's what kind of started it all for us as well, just that process of um, really, wow, yeah, the family dynamic changing, and I just started clinging yes. to Jesus with everything that I had. I'm like, I don't know what else yeah. to do, and, and you are our everything, and um, like I, yes. I just keep trusting you and trying to follow you the best that I can every day, and so he good. somehow mm. leads you out. You know, and yeah. he never leaves you nor forsakes you. And, Amen. Um, 
Yes, it's so That's beautiful so that your children have seen and have walked with you uh, uh, through yes. that process and have seen Jesus just be so faithful. Now your family is restored. And, you know, when we say restoration, that yeah, new and brought you a godly spouse that, yeah, it's just so beautiful. It's been so, so cool. And it's just, you know, it changes in seasons. Like now I'm in a place where probably the last, I don't know, six months to a year, God's like, all right, girl, this is what I'm going to need. I'm going to need you to get on their level. Like he's been so on me about this child. Like, so wherever my kids are, like if my youngest wants to go on that trampoline girl, I'm going on the trampoline with her and I just oh, want yeah. to get on her level. <laughs> so good. You know? So good. I, I do that too. I want to learn park. from them. Yeah. When we go to the park, you know, I get in the swings with my kids and yeah, so like they appreciate that way more than what we think because they it's creating memories for them, but it's yeah. also just that relational um, you know, like I love you, let's just hang out. And what what does hanging out look like for them? And I feel like that yeah. means so much to them. Yeah. It really does. They will not forget it and just learning their childlikeness. I just want to be like them. I'm like, I just want to be like y'all. <laughs> I don't want to be a big kid. <laughs> Me too, because they they pretty much, you tell them something, they just trust blindly and they they don't yes. question for the most part and um, they just go with it. And I'm like, Lord, make me more like a child. I need that yes. in my life. I need that because I need you. I don't ever want to be not dependent upon you, you know. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I so enjoy chatting with you. I feel like we could just talk on and on and on <laughs> I about know, that was so fun <laughs> yeah um I was wondering if you would please say a prayer for our audience for those who might be starting out um in cultivating worship with their children or who are trying to lead lead them to godly things or maybe even for those parents who have um or even single parents who have kids that are away from the Lord that might be older would you say a prayer yeah. for our audience to just have them get a renewed hope and maybe God to give them strength and wisdom on what to do and how to um, usher their children and into this place of worship and leaning upon him? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, God, I just thank you right now that you would take any striving away from anybody, God. Like, there's no striving in you, Jesus. So, God, I just thank you that these um that anybody who hears this, Lord, who's really excited and expectant and wants to start getting in your presence, Father, I know that you know that. I know that you so honor that, God, and I thank you that you would just um, start to minister to their hearts, God, start to pull them towards your presence, God. I thank you that um, just just being in your authentic presence is the best thing ever. There's no um, no perfection, none of that in us, God. I pray that you would just take any heavy burdens off of them, Lord, that have been keeping them from just trying to pursue your presence, God. We just thank you for um, your Holy Spirit guiding and directing each and every situation, Lord, uh, just straight to the throne room of heaven, God. We just thank you that you would guide and direct each situation, each person in the way that they should go, Father, direct their steps, Lord. Um, I think you just are just release a peace over them, Father God, just a peace that passes all understanding, God, um, and just a, 
a fresh breath of heaven over everybody that hears this, Jesus. I just thank you. I thank you so much, God, for all of who you are and everything that you've done. You've never left us nor forsaken us, God. You're, you're with us in the valleys. You're with us in the high places, God, and we just thank you that you usher us through all of it. Um, and I just pray for a supernatural closeness, God, for everybody listening, God, that your power would actually just meet them the first time that they come into your presence, Jesus, that they would just have this, this closeness with you, God, that they cannot be separated from you. Um, you know, nothing separates us from the love of God. No angels, no, none of it, God, none of it separates us from your love. And so we just thank you. Thank you for that love in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again so much, Holly, for being with us today. And we hope you guys have enjoyed God's peace, presence, and joy in this message. Until next time. Thanks. Bye, girl. Hello, welcome to Children of Zion Chats. My name is April and I'm your host and I have a very, very special guest with me today. Her name is Luz. (laughs) Hi, April. Nice (laughs) being, happy being here with you. Thank you so much for being here and for doing this podcast with me. I just love you dearly. Um, Mm -hmm. Every time I see you, I just want to hug you and hold you. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Nice memories from Peru, eh? Yes. Yeah, so um, Luz is from Peru, and she we met at the School of Evangelism, the uh, Reinhardt Bonnke School of Evangelism in 2018, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2018, April. Yeah. Um, and Luz is um, really hot on the streets with evangelism. I mean, she's been traveling and she's been in uh, ministry for quite some time. So we just wanted to chat today about um, evangelism and what that looks like in the day to day. So um, firstly, I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite scripture relating to evangelism? Yeah, uh, one of them, like I have so many, but one of the main (laughs) verses that I love in the Word of God is in Mark 16, chapter 16, verse 15, that said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Um, This verse really, um, like, it's a verse that hit my spirit every time that I read it and has been part of my journey like the desire to see souls coming to Jesus Christ and not just like in, I remember when I, when I experienced this verse in my spirit, it was a revelation, it was in Peru, but when it says go to all, like preach the gospel to all creation and the Lord gave me this vision about nations, harvesting the nations and nations to be safe and transformed. And I feel like in this season, in the season that we are in, actually, like there is like the air is the earth is groaning for the manifestation of son and daughters. So that's another verse of the Bible that I love too. And yeah, I love this scripture. It's so so powerful. That is so powerful. And I believe um just from your example and from what I've seen, I've seen you personally just spread the gospel in your day-to-day life. I mean, with running errands with going on just just wherever you go whomever you come across and it reminds me of a story you told me 
um, last year when you were in a rather difficult time. Um, I don't know if you would want to go there, but you mm-hmm. were in a car accident and, um, yeah. would you mind telling that story? Is that, yeah, a- like, yeah, of course. Well, uh, last year I, of November, I have a car accident. Um, and then I was in a season of training at VSSN and it was actually one week before the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day. And, so I went to visit a mentor and coming back and suddenly I have this car accident. Anyways, don't go so much into it. Um, I remember like it, it, it wasn't a highway and the car, um, how do you say, kind of jumped from kind of bridge the edge of the bridge down another highway under. And I remember when the car ambulance came, um, we, I, we were waiting kind of like 20 minutes and I inside of me, I was just kind of like, you know, passing out, like I couldn't kind of, I, it was hard to be aware of what was going on around. But what I remember was this man, two men, three men carry me and uh, one, they put me in the car ambulance and there was one man with me. And I was um, just laying down and uh, I have something on my neck. I couldn't move. I felt like I lost you know, like, like I couldn't have the sense of my body. So I thought, oh man, I don't I, my bones are broken why are you gonna die or something yeah. like that and anyway so this man is asking me uh what's your name where are you from your password number or just questions that I which is okay he needed for to register my name and all of that but I didn't have that energy I didn't have the capacity to answer those questions and I felt so much pressure from from him and I was trying my best to answer him so I did I because it's a it's a it's a moment where you kind of like you just want to kind of rest because yeah. everything is so painful so I felt like he was a little bit coming across of with so much pressure and I couldn't handle that anyway so as I'm like on laying down like and trying to to be awake uh in in, in that moment in uh the Holy Spirit like hit me I felt like that the, the presence of the Lord came in that in that moment that was like painful in physically and uh, emotionally and all of that so when I when the Holy Spirit came he asked me a question he said Luz uh, if today will be uh, your last day right now in this moment what would you do um, mm. and that question was like I didn't understand like why you know in that moment like I'm thinking about so many things I'm thinking about my family thinking about yeah. Uh, yes, that the dear ones you have. So, but when that question came, I was for the moment I paused and I, I, I started like thinking about, okay, my family is safe. I, uh, I started thinking about me, like I'm, I'm ready to go. Like I, I love Jesus. I want to see Jesus heaven. Um, but for the moment, I is like my dream is salvation, is transformation of nations, seeing nations coming to Jesus Christ, and I I believe you also have the desire to see revival, yeah, and to see you know to see the power of the Holy Spirit on earth. But for the moment, I stopped thinking about all of these dreams about ministry, life, personal dreams, and for a moment, the Holy Spirit just invited me to see the face of this man, and I realized, and I saw him. And I realized, Lord, I want this man to know you. I want this man to know Jesus, the one who saved me. 
and for in, in that moment the atmosphere of like in the car ambulance changed shifted Come and on. my perspective changed and I I started ap- approaching this man with so much kindness because as you know I didn't ha- I was weak physically so I approached this man and I and I told him you know you don't know me but I'm so thankful that you are here right now in this hard time in this moment my family is not here no one is here but you are here and I know the Lord is using you to bless me and I want to tell you that Jesus loves you so much and I started just sharing my my testimony uh, because it was 15 minutes 20 minutes to go to the hospital and uh, and this man started talking to me and his attitude changed towards me and he started like sharing his journey about how his life about Christianity, that he was Catholic and he had bad experience in the church Mm. and he looked like he was hurt and all of that. So I felt so much love in that moment that I just started like loving on him, honoring him, appreciating him and telling the good news of Jesus Christ. And when we arrived to the hospital, because I didn't have anyone with me practically, he was with me practically to the end. He came to check on me after. And the last words he said to me, you know, you know, lady, I have seen so many, like you, you, you have been so lucky to be safe in this car accident. And I have, and I have have so many people in my car ambulance, but you have been the kindest person that I have seen. And your faith uh, inspires me. And yeah, that was the last word. I didn't see him again. So I remember his name, Andrew. And I was so like, for me, what that day was a defining moment about how to perceive how to perceive how to see people and the heart of the father towards people which starts with love love is the main thing above all things remain love so i believe the gospel is so simple it's not just so many strategies what what you can do the greatest power is love and love changes everything oh my goodness such gosh this gave me chills you talking about that and how the father just turned the whole situation around as an opportunity for you to show him love and show the father's love. And that's what I was thinking about when you were mentioning that and just, you were telling him your testimony and everything of how um, he saw Jesus in you. And it was almost like a, it was a divine appointment, a divine setup, but he saw the father's heart Mm -hmm. um, in the middle of, what could have been a very, very tragic situation. And by the way, oh my goodness, I'm so, so thankful that you're okay and that you've recovered. I know it's, um, we've uh, messaged a little bit back and forth, but you've had a little bit of a recovery. It hasn't been Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) it's been months and months, right? And surgeries and and things like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, If uh, it have taken almost like, Right now, I'm 94, 95% almost recover. And, um, but I have seen the beauty of the Lord in, in all this season. And as you know, I have a ankle surgery. And, and it's so funny, but it's my feet where I, you know, you need your feet to go. Yes. <laughs> to go to <laughs> preach the news. And it has been an interesting season to really understand the meaning of 
of life to learn to be present to enjoy people around you to be aware of the kingdom of God is for now is right now because he is the God of now and I believe the Lord can use us in our weakest moment in our moments that we feel so weak because the word of God said if, if you are weak he make us strong mm-hmm. um I have seen the strength of the Lord the goodness of the Lord and and just also learning like learning as evangelists it's just Sometimes we got cut off. I, I love crusades. I have been in crusades and I, and, and I believe that is the vision of the Lord. But sometimes we lost this moment of being present and look at the person that is in front of you mm, so and, good. See, and see how much the father loves that person, how, that he will leave the 19, 99 for the one. So for me, it has. I knew about that, but it became like real, a revelation inside of me. That how much the burning heart of the Father, the burning heart of God for people. And in this season that I have been recovering, um, the Lord has been searching my heart. The Lord has been doing so much in the inside, which is so needed. Character is so important to sustain revival, to sustain the souls, that the, the coming wave of souls that are coming to the body of Christ. But in the middle of it, I... I have had so many different encounters with people and uh, be- yeah, it became like easy and uh, I have enjoyed so much everything that he has done so far during this. Isn't it so beautiful that the things that he calls us to is actually, you it's just so enjoyable, like you said, mm-hmm. and it, it's so exciting and it's so exciting to see transformation in people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost addicting to just, keep obeying Jesus and you know because I think sometimes that can get um be shown in a negative way to where like okay you know love God with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself and then Mm -hmm. you obey obey Jesus and it can almost seem kind of negative but I think it's actually very exciting because all the things that he's placed in you to do your purpose and everything is from obedience and as you step out it's so exciting and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm living the fullest life that I'm supposed to be living mm-hmm. in and through him. And you're impacting other people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, I think it's how we perceive God too. If you see God, you know, if you see God as your boss, as your master, you're going to obey based, based on fear. And it's hard. But if you see God as your father, it becomes a delight. And you, it's enjoyable. And you know that he, um, he has the best plans for you. He there is a calling in your life. There is a purpose in your life. So you walk a life uh, trusting him and seeing him in the way of, 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 of love. And I think that has been the key for me to really, it's so, in, so interesting, but it's, it's basic. Everyone, you know, it's, it's about love and we have heard those messages, but it has uh, even like in this season of reset, in this season of where the Lord is just teaching so much to the body of Christ, especially to leaders and ministers, we are going back to the basics, but burning again in a, with a fresh Hi. fire. And I think that's so, so important um, to, for, in my case, personally, going back to the basis of the, of the love of God. What, like, how does it look like? What it is, uh, the desires of his heart. So it is the basic. So I perceive him the God of love. So his love, it just released grace again and enables me. Wow. I, I want to follow the one who loves me. I want to follow the one that has the best intentions and motives towards me and my destiny and my calling and purpose in my life. 
Yeah, because when when you're not um, centering in that, then it's almost like, uh, I don't know, you you feel something off and you feel Mm -hmm. like something is just not quite right and you might be striving and all those things. Mm -hmm. But when you're wrapped in his love, and honestly, my prayer, especially recently, every day has been, you know, Jesus, God, how can I enjoy you today? I love that you Mm -hmm. use the word delight. How can I delight in you today? Like, what does that look like, Father? What is, what is on your heart today? And then everything, I feel like he makes it um, so much easier because you're, you're doing things um, that are on his heart and that's in and through him instead of like from your head knowledge. Exactly. I think, you know, yeah, exactly. there's a big difference. Yeah, because it's up to that overflow because the gifts are going to be there. It's not going to change. But when you, that's that's something that, like, it's just the Lord is again and again. Like, it's out of the overflow. So you overflow in it. It's going to be easy. It's not going to be a burden. There's You are not, not going to feel the heaviness. Oh, I have to do it. Or, you know, you are not starving as starving as, as you're saying. It's, it's overflowing in him. And one of the key words the Lord has been speaking to me has been, uh, oh Lord, search me and know me. Lord, search me and know me. And and that has been the prayer, Lord. Like, what it is in my heart right now that it, that is holding me back? Because you want to be aligned. You want to be, for, as you said, in the center. And just and is when we stop stop looking around. We we fix our eyes on Him and we allow Him to do what He needs to do, so He can do more things through us which we multiply even more we it's it's our uh, the kingdom of god became we can like we can like like harvest around us so it's and we started we start planting seeds and we start releasing the kingdom manifesting the power of the holy spirit wherever we go so it's all the overflow and also i feel like what you're saying um goes back to character too. I feel like mm-hmm. it all lines up because like you said, God gives gifts and he's, the, the gifts are absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and you're thankful for those. But, um, what is your character like when you're in the supermarket? What is it like when you're cut off in traffic? What is it like mm. in front of your children? <laughs> you know, <all> this thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, totally. I understand. <laughs> you know, and because those, you know, those are all teachable moments where I feel like he's showing us where mm-hmm. like, okay, you're not operating in love necessarily. <laughs> you know, So that, yeah, I really feel that too, especially in this season that he's really, really fine tuning character in such a loving, mm-hmm. such a loving way. You know, he's saying, um, you know, maybe some of those things that um, we used to do or whatever, they're not just not acceptable anymore, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's, as I, as I said, I, you know, no, we, we are children of God and we're going to mess up. That's, that's what's going to happen. And the good thing about God is that he's loving and his goodness. And in my case, I'm personally like, what I do, it's always I okay. I I I search my heart every day. I kind of ask the Lord, Lord, 
which uh, how the gifts of the holy how the gifts of the spirit um, are flowing through me peace how is peace today how is kindness today and the good thing about the lord is when and when the lord tells you the father tells you okay Luz, i think you need a little bit of kindness today <laughs> oh guys that's right i need that and he that's the beauty of having a relationship with jesus having a relationship with the father that he rebuked us in a loving way that <laughs> can tell us Luz, i think you need to change this oh that's <laughs> right god thank you and that's what that's when it comes the posture of, of our heart like david we allow him because you can say no 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 i i don't like that person or i'm not gonna do that and there is bitterness or anger but when we okay lord if when we when we have this relationship with jesus and he's telling us loose i think there is something you need to change here because i want to take you from glory to glory because i want to trust you more i want to give you more Oh, that's right. So the posture of our heart should be, Lord, here I am. I surrender. Do whatever you need to do. Oh, search me, God. Cleanse me. Uh, change me. So I think it's so important our heart to allow the Lord to refine us. Oh, that's so, so beautiful. Um, it looks like we're wrapping up on time. I feel like we have so much more to talk about. So I would love for you to come back. Um, and do another podcast, if you don't mind, would you, would that be okay? Yeah, I would love that. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. And I was wondering um, if you would please say a closing prayer for our audience, you know, whatever the Lord lays on your heart mm-hmm. to pray, would you mm-hmm. mind to do that for us? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Father, I, I just pray right now in Jesus name for a baptizing of liquid love over everyone that is listening. The podcast always going to listen to this. Father, I pray for a fresh baptism of your liquid love god to penetrate their soul their spirit their body in jesus name father i pray that experience with your love will change them forever father i pray mark them right now in jesus name with your love mark them right now with them with your fire is in the name of jesus i ask right now heaven come in jesus name heaven invasion over every single one and they will encounter you in a fresh way thank you for the spirit of wisdom a spirit of revelation so they can know you more father thank you because you are taking the body of christ deep and deep and deep to your heart and father thank you because you are aligning us again to the to the main thing to the first commandment to love you with all our hearts god Thank you because you are releasing fire in Jesus' name. And thank you for the burning ones. I pray these burning ones will rise up in Jesus' name like never before. That people we see in them, how much God, the love of God is in them. And they will manifest your kingdom with power, with love, with kindness. God, with with grace is in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Whoo. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you again so much. I so love you dearly, and I can't wait um, to keep to chat again on our next podcast. So, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you've experienced God's love, joy, and rest in this message. Until next time.